With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. <laughs> Get a job. Yeah, I like this. Oh, you like the beats of Rod Simba. Hey, I really thought somebody was going to start rapping. If you want to. <laughs> no. <laughs> it beats only like 45 seconds. No. He's giving me a longer beat in case I want a freestyle, because I will drop a freestyle. You'll drop a freestyle? Yes. That's funny. Is it? Yes. Oh, hold on. Jonathan's... Oh, uh, 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 uh. Jonathan Abram, you could say he's kind of understated, but everybody knows he's always a celebrated. Yeah. You can come and leave it dated. Yeah. You can go and just debate it. Yeah. If you really want it, motherfucker, ate it. Hey, hey, hey listen, the guy I'm with right now. <laughs> hey, oh, I love it. Oh, uh, is Jonathan Abram. He is a safety for Mississippi State. He is in the NFL draft. He is a self-proclaimed number one safety. Second team All-American 2018 in terms of a bunch of publications. Third team All-American. First team All-SEC. SEC Defensive Player of the Week a bunch of times. A hard hitter. A missile. And you know what? I may, by the end of this podcast, deem him the Lefko Show NFL draft player. What I mean by that is... You are the first draft player that I've interviewed. I am not deep into the draft yet. I'm still thinking about the NFL, Le'Veon and Odell, that if this goes well, I may just make you the the podcast player. Does that excite you? Because I love safeties, bro. I love safeties. I love hard-hitting safeties. I love missiles. I think that... In the box safeties are getting a bad rap right now, but when you run a 4-4-5, I don't care if it's in the box or outside the box. Say hello to everybody. Dude. How's it going today? How, How you mean, feeling? You're talking about the in-the-box safety? Just look what Landon just got. Stacks. Stacks. For the in-the-box safety. Yeah. But what's funny is I see that the in-the-box safety knows how to tackle. Oh, the yeah, in-the-box safety definitely. knows how to hit. The in-the-box safety might become a linebacker like Mark Barron, and then he could do anything you want. What do you think about when you hear that phrase right now? I hear it all the time. I mean, it's really mainly from reporters and draft analysts. Yeah. Like, sitting down and talking with teams, it's never your in-the-box safety. Mm. It's always just, you know, closer to the line of scrimmage. We want, we want you to put, like, nickel, cover the slot guys. Right. You know, asking about the post, things like that. So they never say, you know, stuff like in-the-box safety. It's either strong or free. And you know what? I think I'm seeing the word nickel a lot with you. Yes. Because it's versatility. Yeah. You can play in the back end. You can play at the line. You can grab that guy in the slot. I even played a dime linebacker. Did you? Yeah. How does how does one start picking up more? Do the coaches just throw you into those positions no. or do you study it? You have to You have to see. For me, that's the one thing. Coaches always knew that I knew the system thoroughly. Like I knew it from starting from fronts and alignments and what a three take supposed to be, linebacker fits. You know, coverages. I knew the whole nine. So, mm. is there pressure in this part of the year to say I'm the best safety? Like, I feel like, are you? Has you? Have you heard anybody else say that yet? Yes. Who else has said it? I haven't seen it. Uh, Bucky Brooks has me at number one. Mel Kiper had me at number one. McShay, a yeah. couple guys. I think our Matt Miller has you at number yeah, one. Yeah, Matt Miller. Yeah. yeah. But then, have you heard any other safeties say they're actually the best? 
No. No, that's interesting. They don't believe it. They know it's not true. Mm. So, I mean, they're not going to go on air and lie. <laughs> What's it like not to have to lie? I mean, I don't know. I just tell the truth. Feels good. Yeah. Uh, I was, I've watched a few interviews of you. I've seen a few things. Um, and I, I think it's always interesting because you're now, you're 20 what? 22. Okay, I'm 32. So I ten grew up. Years. 10 years, man. Lots going to change. Look at me. This is your future. You're in trouble. Uh, I saw you said, like, you watch Ronnie a lot. Yeah. Ronnie a lot is a safety that even my generation watched, but we didn't really watch it either. Yeah. It was really a generation before me, but that's how much of a baller Ronnie Lott was. Yeah. A lot of guys like that, John Lynch, like those guys were ballers. Yes. Like he used to go in there and just, he used to throw his chest across people. Yes. Like I'd never seen tackles like that before. I used to just be like, what the, what the hell? Who would show you that video? Like who would put that in front of you? I mean, just me and my cousin, we just... His name is Lawrence. We used to just watch a lot of football. And still to this day, if you go in his house yeah. in Columbia, Mississippi, he has on his wall, like, all just, like, Google pictures. Oh. And he just prints out Google pictures. This is from when we were, like, 10. Like, and they are just all on his wall. And, and every position, one position? Just safeties. Only safeties? Only safeties. So did he play safety also? Uh, he played kind of like corner, but it was gotcha. just, that's just who we watched. And you guys would just sit there and just watch safeties? Yes. Who are the other names? So Antone John Lynch, Bethea, oh yeah, Bob Sanders. I heard Every, you mention Bob Sanders, and you immediately went, "Ooh, people forget about Bob Sanders because they do." Because he was like five eight. He won decent career. Of the it year. just it just didn't last that long. Yes. But even out of Iowa, he was amazing. And then those first few years in Indy, it was Peyton and Bob Sanders. Yeah, it was the man. What about Brian Dawkins? Brian yes. Dawkins is my great is my favorite player of all time. My favorite has to be of all time it'd be Airy, just simply for the fact, you know, nobody done what he done. Twenty five picks, twenty five sacks, twenty five force fumbles. Mm. Like that's he's the only national player. champion in college. Oh yeah. NFL Hall of Famer, NFL Super Bowl champion. No one but then that stat line, no one in the NFL can say they have that except for him. He's the first he's the first and the only person. Wow. Are you sure uh, Dawkins doesn't He's have the that? first and the only. <laughs> 25, 25, 25. Why do I get the feeling that you don't want him to be the only after I don't. a while? I don't. I don't. I don't want him to be either. If I'm chasing one stat, that's the only stat I'm chasing. Versatility. Yes. And and wins. Say wins. So the team's I'm like, going, he's a winner. No, no. I mean, for <laughs> me personally, that's all I'm, you know, people say Pro Bowls and things like that. For me, it's all about championships. Mm. I, I only won one championship in my lifetime. I was like nine years old. Really? Pee-wee. Pee-wee. The Golden Eagles. What was your team name? You Trustmark Bank. Trustmark Bank. And now, <laughs> coming out for the championship game, Jonathan Abram leads. Trustmark Bank. Trustmark Bank. Come on. That's ridiculous. And you guys won, and it was probably amazing. Yeah. And you got orange slices and Pizza Hut. We ran one play, and we scored almost every time. What was the play? Give the ball to John. Get about it, John. <laughs> Quarterback bootleg every time, and it it never failed. What? So, would what do you think the percentage of players in the NFL are that played quarterback when they were younger? I mean, nine times out of ten, your best player played quarterback. So, right, yeah, it's, it's high. Like I would say, at college, most of your teammates probably played quarterback in high school. Yeah, and they probably couldn't even throw. That's true. They just yeah. ran around. But I actually have the state record for touchdowns in Mississippi: sixty-two in one year. Are we talking, is that like total passing and rushing? Total, yeah, passing 62. and rushing. And in Tennessee? No, Mississippi. Mississippi. That's a pretty good state to do it in, man. Yeah. Who were the other best athletes with you growing up? In my hometown? Yeah, or, or like in Mississippi, like in your town, like where you're from. Um, we had a lot of guys. A lot of the guys played baseball. 
Taquan Forbes, Anthony Alford, uh, Demarcus Evans, Tomas Connolly, just a bunch of us. We all played traveling ball. Yeah. So all those guys. Did you play baseball too? Yeah, I was way better at baseball. You realize that that's like a popular thing right yeah. now. Mike Trout just got paid forty. Four hundred million dollars. Yeah, boy. My team played for, paid for Bryce Harper. And I'm all about. It. I'm a Phillies oh fan. Gosh. But I'm just thinking also, Pat Mahomes, former baseball player, Kyler Murray. He was like, it's people are now a, like you have better field vision if you played baseball. Yes. You're a better athlete. I know. I know a lot of people that say baseball players might be the best athletes because yeah, I mean, because you don't realize how hard it is to play shortstop or third base, like and to catch that small ball coming 120 miles per hour at you. Wow. It's kind of like catching a running back in the hole. Yeah, and then, you know, a lot of guys play infield, so we play with, like, the A2000, so the glove is, like, 10 inches, so it's pretty much a hand. <laughs> you pretty much just catching the ball with your hand. Just got a little padding on it. Uh, what was What's your hometown like? Uh, small place. I mean, it's not really much to do. Like, 6,000 people total population. Right. So, I mean, the only thing they do is just watch sports. It's just a sports town. I lived in Nebraska, and that, it was – uh, I was my first job, population 25,000, and all they did was watch the Huskers. Like, what did they watch where you grew up? Like, what was the team? Southern Miss. Southern Miss. Yeah, so it's like 15 minutes away, so. Did you ever think about going there? I did, but only thing, I was just trying to get back to the SEC. Because you went to Georgia. Yes, sir. Coach left. You had a great first year. Yeah. Coach left, and you said, I can't do it. Yeah. Why did you feel the need to transfer? Uh, I mean, I was just so comfortable with Coach Pruitt. You know, he was a, really like a father figure to me. And so just I just didn't feel comfortable staying there without him because that was like my entire reason for going to Georgia, mm. to play for him. So then you opened it up, and did every team just come calling? Yeah, I had 42 scholarships on, on signing day. On site? On site. It was stacked like that. Do they just come in the mail? Yeah, they just mail them to the school. And then would you, like, neatly stack them? No, nah, like, because... Like, <laughs> <Florida. laughs> nah. So when we got in, so we had signing day at, like, 1 o'clock. So it was, we had 17 guys signed... D1 to like Power 5 schools that year. Yeah. And like we just come in, it was already stacked up. You know, the people who had already committed, they had their one paper down. But like I didn't know where I was going, so they had all my papers right there. Wow. And it was between Mississippi State and who else? Alabama and LSU. Why'd you go Mississippi State? I don't know. I kind of ruled Go LSU. right away? I, kinda, and I just kind of ruled LSU out, you know, like the day before. And talked to Coach Pruitt on signing day, and he was just like, you know, don't come here for me. Oh, he was at Mississippi State? No, he was at Alabama. Oh, damn. I'm an idiot. Yeah, he was like, don't come here for me. Go somewhere where you're going to be happy. Like, literally everybody at Mississippi State thought I was going to Alabama. Even I would. If you from- told me that the, the a father figure was at Alabama, yeah. I'm like, yeah, he's going to Alabama. Yeah, and just talking to some of the guys from Bama, they was like, we really thought you were coming here. Like, we were Man. surprised, like, that you didn't come. And so just when he talked to me and told me that, so I don't know. I always wanted to be that person to, you know, Beat the team on top. Mm. So that's kind of why I went to the junior college I went to. I didn't want to go to East Mississippi, you know, the right. last chance you. Yeah. So we ended up beating them. Go watch that. Hold on, it's on. Yes. That on was the Netflix. last chance you? Netflix. Dude, last Season chance Season two, you? first episode, we beat them. Oh, the, where they were supposed to come out and be great. Yes. You were the reason that that coach was, was on the sideline yes. going, going, my plays work. These kids stink. Like, that because of you guys? Yes. I... I had I ten, hate listen, that coach, I had bro. ten tackles. I had a forced fumble, three PBUs, and I got in that Wildcat quarterback and scored. And I blocked the field goal. Did you hit that kid that was supposed to be like the next, like he was the transfer from Florida State or whatever? Oh no, that's you talking about season three. Oh, oh, because no. I'm going to tell you, 
You're talking that about team end of season. The, okay. I'm talking about the one in Mississippi, East Mississippi. Oh, okay, so what I'm saying is the one that's amazing you did. Yeah. That coach from season three, I hate with all my heart. Hey, you don't know how many people do. I need, I need, like, I, if I was a child on that team, if I was one of those players, I would sue him for derailing my career completely. Like, he's on camera calling a bunch of kids, like, shitheads. Yeah. And talking about how no one's going to get signed. Guess I'm taking you to court, bro. Like, that's crazy. But you were on season two. Yes. Now I'm going to go watch it. And you just watched the first episode, number five. You, you can't miss you. Me. You can't Damn, miss Damn, I didn't know that. You cannot miss So do you me. have an IMDP page? Are you an actor now? No. Kind of. You're on Netflix. That's true. Yeah. I should create one. I was on Netflix for one second on I the QB1. I need a Netflix series. Yeah, about what? Just about my life. What, what would the be? Okay, I'll be your producer. All right, so what's a typical day? What are we going to show the people that's so entertaining it about you? It just depends you? on what season we're in. So like oh. right now we're in. Training mode, so get up every day by six o'clock. Oh, dude, your life's a movie right now. Yeah, well, you're you're whipping around the country. You're doing interviews. You're meeting with teams. They're all going. You know, John, I could see you as a future safety here in New York. And then, then you move on. Then you're in a gym and you're training and you're moving weight. And you're like, this is fucking crazy. My dreams come together. Then you're gonna get drafted. This part is so dope, bro. Yeah. It's a whirlwind. You're never gonna have this experience. That's again. true. So I mean, that's why I'm enjoying it. Movie. I'm yeah. enjoying it, but like. In the off season though, like, like I'm fun. <laughs> Not just because I like I got a bunch of hobbies. Like I like shooting pool, I like okay. bowling, hunting, fishing, ATVs. You name it. Like damn, what are you boy. the best at? Like if you were to challenge me in one of those things, all of them. I kick your ass in all of them. Bowling. That was completely unnecessary. Yeah, I'm just saying bowling. Uh, like you didn't have to go bowling. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> Shooting pool on me. What get are, you. Okay, what do you typically bowl? Like 150, 160. I can maybe get you once. I've hit, I can get around there. All you right. think so? Yeah, I think so. But then see. you're going to say like you, 220. No, see if you let me get in the groove, oh, I'll throw about five, six strikes on you. All right. Beer pong, I'm going to yeah. take you down. All right. You so got me. Bowling, pool. How are you at pool? I'm pretty good. You're Sometimes it just blows me because I have I take some bonehead shots. I try yeah. to try shots that you're going to be like, why are you trying that? You're but like, if I, I make it, you're going to be like, <gasps> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then the rest of the table is just going to be easy bank shots. Now, Not ATVs, I'd have to be that corny dude that rides on the back and holds on to you, and I don't want to. I could do it. No, we put you on one. Okay. Because I'd be on the dirt bike. I'd oh. be on two wheels. Oh, yeah, I can't Yeah, that's that. why I had to get my mom. I got that it. kind of balance. Yeah. I get on the dirt bike and put it on one wheel. They're going to tell you to stop doing I, that. That's why I don't have any, one anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so. Man, so in Philadelphia... That's all they do. Yeah, bike life. It's just wheelies all day. All day. I love all it. Day. I watch it all the time. They're amazing. I watch Chino. I get scared for those kids. Chino, he be, he be throwing the hand off the side. Nuts. Jumping side. Nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. They do everything. Um, the other safeties, though, you mentioned, you keep mentioning Antoine Bethea. Yeah. How, this is not a very well-known safety, but I'm curious why he's so big for you. I don't know. I just I feel like he was overlooked. You know, he was just, him and Bob together were like the perfect duo. You know, they complimented each other so well. And then he's just stuck around. So, that means he's done a lot of things right. If you just He just re-signed recently two years to the Cardinals. Right. So, like. Oh, that he's has lasted a, forever. That, so, that says a lot about yes. him. That means he takes care of his, he take care of his body. He's, he knows the game like, like no other. I mean, because that simple fact that you're that old and you're still playing. Yeah. That means you bring some value to the team. Uh, I saw in your IG story last night, it was a picture of Times Square, and you wrote, stay down, your life can change in one year. One year. Where were you a year from now? Last year, I was at Mississippi State, and I was contemplating on coming out. 
I was to the point where I was just kind of rushing it, you know, like most kids do, because I kind of feel like that's what they do now. They just put that stipulation on it. It's got to be three years. Right. Because if you come out after four, you weren't good enough to come out after three. But that's not true, though. Yeah. And so for me, I was just contemplating and, you know, just talking to the people in my life. They were just like, you you got a chance to go. You're not going to get drafted before the third round. So it was just like third and after. And so I was to the point where I was just like, man, I don't care as long as I just make a team. Mm. You but were just th- ready to play in the NFL. Yeah. Like I said, I've been ready for the NFL like because I was just tired of college. Yeah. But just going back, getting my finishing up my degree, graduating, you know, that made my mom proud, made, made my entire family oh, proud. Man. And so just that. And then now, just looking at where I'm at a year from now, I went back, had another great year, put on some more – some more great film together. And now I'm, like I said, number one safety in the country. Yeah. Got the chance to go first day, you know. And so, like, now I'm sitting here with you. I yeah. wouldn't have been here last year. You don't think? No, probably not. No, because you had guys know, you, like, you had Minka, Derwin. Then the one who snuck in there was the kid from Virginia Tech. Yes, uh, the brother of Edmonds. Yeah, the Edmonds brother. Terrell Edmonds. He snuck in there. Then you had Justin Reed from Stanford. Yep. You had Ronnie Harrison from Bama. Correct. Um, who else did you have last year? You had the kid from Texas, Elliot, Deshaun right. Elliot. Mm. So you've really been like keeping an eye on the safeties. Yeah. Then you had the other guy who. What went did you think Cincinnati. of the safeties last year? The year before or last the one, year? The one you're just talking about. I think I, I like a lot of those guys. I, my the one I mainly like is Derwin, just because the way he plays, he kind of reminds me of myself. He plays like balls to the wall every single play, and he can do anything. He can do it all, and he's man, he's man, a freak, freak. He's a tall, freak. long, can jump, can hit hard, and he's a baller, dude. Yeah. He just likes to play. Derwin, if you're watching this, you ugly. Damn. That's my good. guy. So that's what I realized also <laughs> reading stuff about you is you're not afraid to call people out. No. I believe here when you were playing your former Georgia team, you said you were going to beat the brakes off of them? That was the plan. But <laughs> golly. <laughs> what happened? What happened? Man, we just went in there and, like, I was telling a lot of those guys, like, they had never played at Georgia. And I'm just like, man, listen, it's going to be loud as shit. Like, it's going to be loud. Like, when the offense on the field, you the dogs are going to be defense with the mm, picket fence mm. and the deal. I was like, it's going to mm, be crazy. Mm. So we get out there the first drive. And, like, Coach Mullen said, like, we got he got our coach and we got our play. We tried to throw a swing route and they peeled Lorenzo Carter. Oh my gosh! And after that, it was just like our entire game plan was just like let's just put together some some BS and just it can all try change to get out on one hit. Yeah, just try to get out of here because there's there's sometimes one play changes the whole game. Then on the first Especially play, if it's defense, the first play. Oh, first play of defense. Oh, actually, I take that back. It wasn't the first play against offense. <laughs> defense went out there first. They ran a flea flicker the first play. Did you bite? I was down in the box. I was the box safety. I was covering the tight end. Flea flicker. Corner came off his man. Chill pitched it back. 70-yard bum. First player of the game. And so you're, you've been talking about we're going to beat the brakes off, and you're sitting there going, damn, they got me I'm hard. like, no, I'm like, Because you know damn. what? If I heard that an all-SEC safety said they were going to beat the brakes first play, I'm calling a flea flicker. Yeah. If you're going to be that excited to beat the brakes off, then you're going to have to hit the brakes because this is going off. Yeah, yeah that was a good one. So Left they, go PR. If yeah, you say a them. quote during the week, they're probably going to attack you that yeah. first play. And so after that, Coach Mullen was just like, no. We got to go home. <laughs> no, he was just like, after that, he was just like, when he came to media for, for me, he was like, do not, like, they to have the guy <laughs> sit there with me, like, don't say nothing crazy. Man. But you were, that's what you felt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's just how I really felt. 
Uh, where are you in terms of uh, you think trash talkers entering the NFL? Oh, I'm on Steve Smith level. Wow, I be talking on the field. Yes. Oh my god! I want to know. I want to know what was one that it even made you laugh. It was so good coming out. I'm not gonna say that. You can't. No. Damn. So, are, do you get? How do you get? I had one. I said something to a guy against. You don't have to say the name of the guy. No, I said something to a guy from La Tech last year, and he turned around like it was so bad. He was like, "Damn, bro, why you got to say that?" <laughs> he was in his feelings, like, cause it hurt. And I thought about it. I was like, "Damn, I shouldn't have said that. That it was, was wrong. too much. It that was, was too wrong. Much. Like, cause I don't just go for on the field. Like, I I be doing research." Oh, like, I research wow. everything. So, I be knowing about your family. Wow. I know it all. So, if I'm going to take shots, I'm taking shots. Hey, receiver. Hey, receiver. Your mom got a thick neck. Facts. Facts. And then, see, I'm wrong, though. Too. I'm wrong, yeah. though, because I be like, man, hey, I hate that your son look like you. Y'all both ugly. Damn. Damn. And it and have you seen it impact people, too? Yes. Like, they get angry. Changes their whole game. And that's what I like, because then they try to get over-aggressive, especially receivers. They get over-aggressive. Be trying to come at me. I just be like, <laughs> get out the way. Have you ever been gotten so good that you had to look at the person and go, damn, that respect? Um... Like, I'm always waiting for, like, a guard to, like, stand up and be like, if you come in this area, I'm going to take your head off. Oh, yes. Ooh, nice. Yes. Freshman year. <laughs> you better stop talking, kid. <laughs> no, I'm going to eat your face. Freshman year, we played Bama. So, I'm going to tell you, it's drizzling. So, I go out there with a hoodie on, and I see Derrick Henry. I'm only 18 at the time. <laughs> this man is warming up in a crop top. His arms are the size of my thighs. I'm like, I got to tackle him. Right. I'm like, I ain't saying to nobody. I'm just like, Shh, I really got to tackle him. He is an off-the-bus guy, bro. So, I'm talking... So we ran something called Shark Blitz, which is away from the tight end to the okay. open side. Man, first time I ran, I ended up getting the TFL. Um, he played for the, the Dolphins now. Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. He tried to reverse field, ended up getting the TFL. I'm hyped. And that's your first play of your freshman year? No, no. This is in the Bama game. Okay, okay. So I get the TFL. I'm hyped. So we come back. So as I'm creeping up, we ran the we ran the Blitz later on in the game. I'm creeping up. I'm talking shit. I'm just like, I'm coming. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Man, they ran a counter. I see Derrick Henry stand up like this and, then, and come back. And a guard like, comes No, in. not no guard. Derrick Henry. And so I take him on, and I tried to hit him high. Bloop. That's how it sound. Bloop. I fell on my face, got a mud pie. He bounced around the edge for another 40. And so coach got me out of the game because we went goal line up to that. And so he just patted me on the head. He said, John, you know, he country coach. He said, John, I give you credit, son. Most people wouldn't have tried it. You got some heart. <laughs> well, I was so take, embarrassed. Take the mud pie out your head. I was so embarrassed. Man, how many times did they watch the film of that? Oh, when Sunday, we watched it over and over. He, thought it, was, play, he thought it was so funny. But Bro. see, I got, I, got good, I got got good again in that game. I blitzed off the edge. And Cam Robinson, oh. the man did not even look at me. He hit me with a backhand. Like, to the back of the helmet. <laughs> Slid me by 10 yards down the field. Skakar. Like, bam. I was like, oh. <laughs> He's a monster, too. He is. They had a bunch of monsters. So did you not talk shit for a little bit after that? No. Okay. You, you I was embarrassed. <laughs> I'm saying, like, even the next game, you're like, oh, yeah, next game, game, I'm game good. Off. Okay, okay. Next game, I'm good. Dang. Now it's to the point now. 
It don't matter. If you get me now, I'll just be like, man, that was a fluke. Yeah. Derek Henry, man, his legs are so long. Like, the first time I saw him, I was like, why is your waist so high? It's crazy. Like, it's it's like legs, and then, like, He'd be like, like Mike Gwiskowski. <laughs> That's great. Um, other guys in your team. We got some freaks. Okay, the two that I hear about the most. Jefferson. Jeffrey Simmons and Montez Sweat. I don't know why, but they always forget about we got the number one well, center. Well, I don't know the draft too much, so please. But see, we got the number one center. I just did a podcast. Say his name. Elton Jenkins. Elton Jenkins. I was just on a podcast where they said, they said, Adam, who's the one player in the draft that you think can't miss? And I was like, I'm just going to go with Quinn and Williams. You're just saying can't miss like yeah. he's Fletcher Cox. Like, I'll take it. So no. that's great. But that's I haven't a, met well, you yet. That's a horrible comparison. Wow. We'll get into you that can't compare Bama and Mississippi State. Fletcher you gonna compare? You gonna say Fletcher Cox? You got Jeffrey Simmons? No, it can't. Doesn't have to be just who a team. No, around. I'm just saying. I'm looking that's at the a, size that's a better of them. comparison. I don't know how big is Jeffrey. Six four, three hundred, all muscle. The right. man has a six pack. All right, so I went and watched a bunch of clips of Jeffrey Simmons last night, and I was like, "All right, this guy is something special." A See, freak. he is. He is like a Chris Jones. He is kind of like a Fletcher Cox. He's one of those. I just think that Quinton Williams kind of has the body type. I think Jeffrey Simmons is more athletic than Fletcher Cox. Like Jeffrey Fletcher Cox is more athletic six pack. than Quinton Williams. If Jeff would have been different to, guys, but listen, they're different this guys. Is what I tell the people: if Jeff would have had to come by, if he'd have been healthy, oh yeah, Jeff would have ran a four seven. Right? No, no, totally. At, no, Jeffrey Simmons to me is a clowny, and I look at. Quinn and Williams is a Fletcher. They're okay. different guys. Makes sense. Like Clowney's going to like hit the, the set the edge, and then he's also going to rush the passer. While Fletcher Cox is like, I'm just going to bash through your face. But see, and that's, that's how Quinn. But see, Williams, that's how Jeff does too, though. Yeah, but I think he's more versatile. Than he that. is. He is. That's yeah. the thing. He's more. He's more versatile by far. Um, and then so, but not a lot of people know he tore his ACL. Yeah. Uh, but I know a lot of people that still have him going in the first round. That's how good he is. Yes. That's a testament to him. Yes. Special kid. Yes, he is. He really is. And then, like, just in some of my interviews, you know, they asked me about him, you know, and I had a couple of teams that can do. I think he'll go in the first round. I told him yes. Simply because I think a team who's going to draft Jeff is going to be somebody who know they're going to be in the playoffs and they know he's going to be coming back full force around playoff time. If he is there, that's the thing is for a guy like Jeff, middle of the round, end of the round, let's say you go the same place, middle of the round, end of the round, dude, that's the best place to go. Yeah. Because you're going to a team that probably has a really good culture. There's a lot of those teams that's the, going the to the playoffs. Yes, and that or, or teams that are looking for that one piece. Yes, that's exciting. But then again, at the same point, you go the first pick of the second round. That's where Landon Collins went. Yeah, you know what I mean. You get out of your contract one year sooner. Sorry, I'm talking the real shit about the you NFL. No fear out. Yeah, then you get to go wherever you want. Yeah, and you get to cash in. Hopefully, so, in three, I get an extension. I'm only. Get somewhere and be stuck there. You want to ball out so hard they yeah. got to keep this guy. They'd be like, "Shit, we got to resign." Him. Yeah, that's the, that's definitely it. But Simmons, you definitely see as a first round pick, yes. special kid. We're talking Fletcher Cox, Jadavian Clowney, yes. all special. Montez, he had that combine performance, top five, like without a doubt. In my opinion, he should be number one. If we taking a defensive guy, he should be number one. Really, even yes. over Bosa, it's not even close. It's not even close. Like, hold on, let me pull I'm, up. Let me pull I'm, up Mel Kiper. Let me read what he's saying. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know what Mel Kiper is. It's gonna be broke down to. He's so fluent. He's so, so this, so that. His brother said he's gonna. His brother said that's his brother. He's supposed to say that. That's what he's supposed to say. I'm not gonna say my brother not gonna be greater than me when I'm. They got me. Yeah. Number one pick. Yeah. I'm gonna boast my brother. That's what he's supposed to do. Right. Then they. It's basically going off of. 
oh, his his uncle played, his granddad played. Yeah. So he got the name. Yeah. yeah. He got the name, but he's short. Sweat is 6'6". Six, six. Mm. He's not fast. Sweat ran a 4-4-1, fastest in D-line history. Yeah. Sweat got it all, and Sweat strong. I think my thing with guy with defenses like yours, you guys complement each other so well. Yeah. Simmons and him fit together so well. You on the back end is so well. And then I'm going, man, I, I don't know. Is Simmons opening stuff up for, for Sweat? No. Is Sweat open up stuff for Simmons? No. Or is just individual just go kill That's people? That's the thing I tell people. If you take Jeffrey or Sweat and put him at Bama, we talking about y'all going to be saying he's the number one pick in the draft just because mm. it's Bama. When you got guys like Bama – Quinny Williams, don't can't forget this. Quinny Williams, Raekwon Davis, Isaiah Bugs, right. Anthony Jennings, Wilkins. Right. Well, I mean, uh, what's the other one name? Forty Seven. Fuss. I forgot his name. Yes, I know Clemson. No, from Bama. Yeah. So you got to think about that front five. Who can Dude, you, you double? You know more of these fucking guys. Who than can I you do? double? Okay. Who can you double? If you double one person, right? You you putting Anthony Jennings one on one with a back. He's six six two two eighty. Christian Miller. Christian Miller. So you putting him one on one with a running back, he gonna just punish that kid. Yeah, it's not fair. So versus Jeff, I didn't see Jeff get double team, triple team, doubled and chipped, and then they slide in the protection to sweat, and he's still winning. Got fifteen sacks in a year, twenty five in two years. You're gonna need to get three percent of Jeffrey Simmons' contract because no, no. this is phenomenal. No, this is this is. No, I'm saying you're doing a great job. This is from watching film. Yeah, like the ones who I think are really good, like in this D line class, are the guys from Clemson. Now they, those guys are the real deal. Really? Yes. Yes. Now they complement each other really well. It's unbelievable. Yes. Those guys are. They some freaks. They're some four horsemen type of yes. stuff. Yes, I don't watch. I watch the championship game. Sometimes it'd be only one of them boys in there. They put the the rotates in, the backups in. Because they can. And they still be whooping ass. Wow. Okay, so who are the other players? Let's just do this. Who? What quarterback do you like the most in the draft? Justin Hubert. If, is that your quarterback? No. Who was he with? Dude, I do. Oregon. Oh, no, he's he not in the draft. Justin Herbert. Yeah. Herbert. 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 He is phenomenal. Really? Yes. I've actually heard really, from a lot of teams that they're thinking about not drafting this year because they want him next year. I really wish he would have came out this year. Like, just watching the film, like, he he's really good. Okay. Who's your favorite running back? Josh Jacobs. He ran a 4-6 yesterday. It is don't he matter. Too slow? No. If he breaks away, you're not going to catch him. Mm. That's all that matters. And the thing is, he, he has great acceleration. He's one of those guys when I play, like, even playing against him, you can tell, like, he don't care. Like, you talk shit, he don't care. He He's happy to be out there on the field at all times. Like, he won't contact. Like, you have guys who they say he finishes through contact. He initiating the contact, ripping through the contact. Craving the contact. Craving the contact. That's Damn. him. What about wide receiver? Mm-hmm. There's, a lot of, there's a lot of interesting types this year. Most interesting being DK. I don't really like him that much. I got gotcha. you. Not because it's Ole Miss. If I had to <laughs> go with the rec- if I'm going with receivers, I'm gonna break it down into out wide and slot. Sure. The one that really impressed me the most, and I know this is gone. I'm sorry, Mississippi State, but AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. He really had a really good the combine. other Ole Miss wide receiver. He had a really good combine, and then just watching him catch the ball, like he got some really strong hands. Like I was watching, he was just one handed, like. Left and right. He was falling one time on the sideline, just one hand in that thing. I was like, damn. Wow. 
Um, what about the tight ends? Because there's a few, the two Iowa ones. No, both of those guys. Do you good. like both of them? I like Hawkinson better. Thank you. All right, so he's this, the more complete tight end. This is what's happening right now. We, I like to make things things. You are you. I'm going to create the Jonathan Abram draft team. All, right, All the right. guys you're saying right now are the people that I am putting my full weight behind and saying that they're going to be great. All right, per- Herbert Let last me start year. Start over from quarterback. Okay. Herbert from last year because he's not for in next here. year. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's the guy. Yes. Running back Josh Jacobs. Yes. Wide receiver AJ Brown. Tight end Hawkins. I give you another receiver. Got to have two receivers. Okay. My second I receiver. Got to write this down. My second receiver is going to be. Well, you got to. I got to have two in the slot. Jalen Smith out wide from Louisville. Really? Yes, because I mean, I watch the film. The guy's uh, always open. He just, he just, yeah, it's the offense he, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, if he'd have came out last year, I think he would have, he'd have been in better position. Okay. Uh, and then at slot, I got to put Debo Samuel in the slot. Damn, you're, I like your team a lot. Hey, we're going to get off. And then uh, Hawkinson, I like both of them, but I think when I watch them, I go, We've seen no offense. Like, there are a lot of really good receiving tight ends. But if I can get a baby Gronk in I'm the getting Hawkinson. if I can get a Vance McDonald, if I can get um, – because I feel like Ertz is more like Fant. They're receivers, and they're great. But if I can get a guy that, that is so versatile, and he can, a Kittle, that can block oh, and then get out yes. and then run that's someone Hawkinson. over, that's Hawkinson. He I can agree. make plays after the catch and all. Like, I agree. He, that's the one I'll take. I, I know you're going to go Simmons and you're going to go Montez for your interior D lineman and your edge. Yeah, but right? on my other edge, I'm going to give you Rashawn Gary. Rashawn Gary. Yeah. A lot of questions about him, dude. A lot I of people train with him. He is a freak. But everyone says, well, then why didn't he produce on the field? Uh, I mean, mainly because he was just, he was battling some na- some some nagging injuries. Yeah. And so I mean, but that's just how it is. But, but he's just one of those dudes in the gym where you look over and you're like, damn. Oh, I ain't got to look over. He coming right there. He's standing over me. Really? Push that shit. Push that <laughs> shit. <laughs> Who's the crew? Who do you work out with right now? Uh, It was me. Now I've transferred to because all the pro those guys, college guys went to their pro days and stuff. Right. So now I'm, I'm back with the NFL guys. So me, Jamal Adams, um, Dante Jackson. Who else we had in there? Xavier Woods. Yeah. Corey. Um, Corey Moore. And then where are you guys trading? What area of the country? Uh, in Dallas at MJP. Damn. So yeah. that's pretty awesome to have Jamal there, man. Yeah, we had True in there the other day. Yeah. True. But It's Jam- so funny he go by that name. But Jamal, though. Yeah. I mean, this is all pro safety in year one. Yeah. I mean, what kind of blueprint year two. can you learn from that? Year two. Yeah. But, I mean, he you He could have gotten him in year one. He really could have, yeah. I mean, just sitting back, just talking to him. I mean, you know, he tried to, he tried to help me out as much as he can. You know, just trying to show me the ropes. Every time I look on his IG story, he's being, like, stretched so out by that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like Igor. It, Igor. No, listen. It'll change your life. Let me explain to people what I'm talking about. I go on Jamal Adams' story. They work out. I didn't realize you were in the same gym. Yeah. So it's down Because you down. only going to see one person. You're going to see yeah, Jamal. Put him, exactly. <laughs> but I didn't know you were there. But anyway, I see this guy. That is stretching out Jamal. And I message him all the time, like, dude, this looks like it hurts. It's like bending his leg all the way back, going to the side. He's putting whipping, pressure, whipping, whipping, whipping his foot. And I'm like, he's going to break your ankle. And now, so you guys call him Igor. That's What's his, his name? real name? Igor. No. That's his name. That's he's his real Brazil. name. Damn. You guys got a super stretch guy named Igor from Brazil. Yes. You are getting stretched the fuck out. Yeah, he stretched like 200 like pro guys. 
And when you first saw him doing it, were you nervous? Nah, like, because when I'm watching, like, Jamal just like, oh, I forgot Marcus may have been out there with us too. So he's telling me and Marcus, he like, man, listen, y'all got to get Igor because it's like 30-minute sessions. So I'm just like, bro, that shit, like, it hurt. Yes. Like, he really folds you up into, like, a ball and then just <laughs> unfolds you. So, I mean, I tried it, and like I said, it's probably the best stretch you ever had. But you do it, like, after a workout? You could do it just a whenever. random day, whenever. And so, when it's happening, what were you thinking? I'm just like, I did not know I could move like this. <laughs> right? Yes. I get ner- I get nervous. So now, it's like, do the NFL players, like, fight over him? Like, is nah, he just I mean, working he, he, all the time? All, that's his job. Just to stretch people. Yes. He must be exhausted. He be sweating. Is he funny? He he don't talk much. Wow. What a character. He don't talk much, but, I mean, he do t- he'll text you, have a great day. Like, he's he inspirational. So you have this guy that barely speaks. His name is Igor from Brazil. He'll text you inspirational messages. He'll fold you into a pencil and then unfold you, and as you unfold, you feel like a new person. Like a new person. Sounds like an angel. He is. Like, I don't, I don't think he really exists. I think this is a fake person that you all think is real. No. But it's an angel. No. He's real. Um, what do you expect now the rest of this process? What, like, what's the, your next few weeks like? Pro day next week. I have a bunch of visits. A bunch of visits lined up. I even have one to, tomorrow and Friday, I think. So is this just airport, airport, go in there? and then? Yeah, a lot of times, though, but my agent, he's done a really good job. Shout out to him, Neil Robinson. And my marketing rep, Clint Ray's. Hey, hey. Yeah, so those guys help me out a lot. And so, you know, they got it scheduled up now where so instead of me flying everywhere, you know, because I get to train a lot, so they send teams to me. Mm. So people send, like, position coach, defensive coordinators to me at MJP, and we just meet there, do whatever we need to do. Right. Is it typically the same thing? Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. What do you like about it? I'm just honestly just getting to meet all these coaches because you never know, you know, what's going to happen down the road. Right. And so you just give the best impression, say yeah. what's up. Has there been you – know, this is like the storylines that always come out. Like, have you been asked any weird questions? No. 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 They want to talk about football. Yeah, I mean, because I feel like the people that ask weird questions are the ones with character concerns. Mm. Like makes for sense. Me, yeah, like for me it's just all business. Like it's, it's business. Like we go in there, talk football, ask about my family, ask about their family. Like, yeah. It's just, that's all it is. Like, for for you, like, when did it become, like, you were saying that you got done with college football and the main reason was you're ready to be a pro. You're yes. ready to be around adults who treat this like it's their job. Yes. You, you care about your body. You care about your effort, all that stuff. You watch film. You do all that. When did that start? When did you go, I'm ready to be a pro? When I turned 18, when I got to Georgia. Like, like right away? When I was with Pruitt, like, that was the one thing, like, just seeing how he went about his business as a coach. And it was just like, because he moved different from other coaches. like, And that's why he separated himself. It's kind of part of, like you see with Saban, that's why Saban is different. People say Saban is all about his business. Most people, like you don't see Saban smiling and laughing because, I mean, when it's, you when you see him, most of the time it's on the football field. Mm-hmm. You don't see him at home. Mm-hmm. Like I've met him off the field. You know, he's a really good guy. You know, he tried to crack jokes. They don't really be funny, but he tried to crack them. Yeah. But just on the field. Do you like, fake laugh? No. And he got upset one time because I didn't. <laughs> I want to hear that story. Hey, listen. What was the story? What was the joke? Because he was like something about basketball, and he was like, oh, I kick your ass in basketball. And I looked at him, I was just like, because I'm, I'm a competitor, so yeah. I'm just like, 
I would kick your ass. <laughs> and so he was just like, he thought it was hilarious because he was just like serious. Yeah. And I didn't laugh. He was like, that was a joke. And I was like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> you were like, no, you challenged me in a sport. Yeah, like I'm like. Now it's my job to kick your ass. Yes. Yeah. So then he said something that wasn't a joke later on that day because that's when I was at camp. Uh, coming out of junior college. And so he said something in, and I thought it was hilarious. He was like, that wasn't a joke. Damn. I was like, well, I couldn't tell because your face never changed. It was just like. When I when I end up trying to do stand-up comedy, I'm not going to invite you, okay? Because you're going to be like, that joke wasn't funny. Next joke. No, like, if the joke is funny. I, yeah. Because I'll be thinking about it. Like, I have to understand. If I can think about it, then it's funny. Yeah, of course. So you've been ready to be a pro since 18. Yes. Um, you've been getting ready for it. People around you, have they always been like, oh, no, Jonathan's going to make it? Yes. Have you, have you ever had any haters? I, if always. People going to hate. Yeah, of course. But, I mean, I don't surround myself around that. PBO no. for me. Positive vibes only. But, like, just coaches, period. You know, all my coaches. The one I thing, fuck with John Hard. The one I thing. John Hard, heavy. <laughs> the one thing that I tell people is no one can say nothing bad about me because I never leave any relationship on a bad note. Like, mm. even the agents I didn't go with. It's, they see me, it's just all love. All love. Yeah, because, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I'm honest. I tell you straight up what it is from the jump. Yeah. Like, I if I don't it. like it, yeah. All right, so what's your vibe on me? Give it to me. I fuck with you. Yes. And I fuck with John Listen, Abrams. It's a couple analysts I do not fuck with. You consider me an analyst? No. I consider myself an asshole. Yeah. I just say things. I like it. Yeah. But I, some analysts are imbeciles. Really? Especially the ones who on Twitter they get this blue check, thirty thousand followers. They just feel like they are pros. That's me. And I'm just I, I'm, like, I'm a blue check with about thirty. Okay, but that, listen, some, <laughs> some I, I like, like some of my love. Yeah, but it's a few that's just like, if you're so good at your job, why aren't you a scout? Because scouting sounds like a really shitty job. And this, but people, if you're, people uh, stop me but, in the street and they're like, holy shit, I know you. Where a scouts are like, by the way, I'm the one that said Jonathan Abrams great. Nobody knows my name and nobody knows I exist. That's it's the thing. Not, I'm an ego person. I like but people see, the know thing my name. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. So, like, it's a few of them. Like, they write some reports that you just, you just read them. Yes. Like, that I've read on myself and I was just like... John, here's the thing. Did he really watch the film? No, they did not. I know. And this is the they thing. They did not. And this is what you get. That's you a get... big thing with this show is the eye in the sky doesn't lie, but most of the people don't pay attention to the eye. They Football is, in my opinion, the hardest sport to figure out if an individual player is good. Yes. I can watch three basketball games, and I could diagnose a guy. And that's what we're trying to do with the NFL, though. I'm going to watch three games of you against you can't Alabama, three. Georgia. Three. It's impossible. That's how it was. But, but here's what the problem is these guys have to watch thousands and so the only time they have is if i watch three of the best games that's got to be what i see no but the, it's it's a time thing it's not a bias thing it's not that they don't like you one they probably don't even know what they're looking at they don't they don't and but the problem is is that no one in football media can admit that because as soon as you say i don't know how to watch safety film you're not allowed to comment on safeties ever again yeah. that's what happens so instead they go i'm right fuck you i know what i'm talking about but because it's defense mechanism then the one thing that gets me like i read something that said he doesn't have high football iq well, that's because you're black. No, no. That's why no, they wrote it. It's no. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. We're not going to play the race card. No. That's okay. not why they done it. Why do you think you got a, a low... Because they was 
imbeciles. That's my point. And then you have. But where do they get that information from? Other reports. That's the thing. It's all copy One and paste. One report, yes. So then let me tell you. I but I'm saying, I'm telling you, that first report, I'm going to bet money on it. Yeah. It's not big. Unless they were like, well, he went to Mississippi State and he's from Mississippi and I'm from the Northeast and thus my IQ bias. There's Do you all know? There could be that too. And then if that's the case, if you're watching this and you say that I had low football IQ and you're saying because where I'm from, I graduated salutatorian in my high school. I graduated with 3-0 honors from Mississippi State with a business and marketing degree and I'm already accepted into grad school for mechanical engineering. Talk that shit! So if you think talk that I talk, John. not intelligent, then you are stupid. Talk that talk! That was great. Seriously. I want to end on that. That was perfect. Seriously. So I have your official team. You ain't uh, get, you let me finish though. Oh, you want to give me like all the players? Come on, linebackers. Okay. Devin White. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, no doubt. That's a no Him doubt. Bush. Okay. Corners? Dre Baker. Trayvon Mullen. Trayvon Mullen. And then who's your other safety? I got to get a nickel first. <laughs> Are you the nickel? No, I'm going to play safety. Okay, okay. Nasir Adley. That way we can be interchangeable. We can switch whenever mm-hmm. we get tired. And then your other safety? Thompson. This is a big one. Thompson. Give me give me the reason, because this is like your blood brother. This is going to be your bash brother. Two yeah. safeties. Just because he's a great person, you know, just sitting down and talking to him. And I know one thing about him. He's going to study the film. He's going to put the time in that needs to be put in. Like me and him are going to actually watch film together, break it down. And if something needs to be fixed on either, either part, yeah. that I can go to him and do that. Awesome. I have your official team. I know that now you will be one of the best trash talkers in the NFL. Yes. I'm excited to see that happen. But mainly, I'm ready to do it. I'm going to name you the official favorite player of the Lefko show Let's for the go. NFL draft, which means if anyone talks shit about you, I'm coming for their neck. Say no more. I'm tagging you on Twitter. That's what's happening. <laughs> I'm so tagging you. So if anyone you. says something, I'm going to go, you stand down. I am I am buying low while everyone's selling in box safeties. I'm buying low, and I'm taking John Abram as my favorite player in the draft. It's official. It's official. It's official. Like a ref and a whistle. Damn, we started this with a freestyle, and I'll end with a line. Appreciate you, man. I appreciate Good luck with everything. Me. For real. I appreciate that. Thank you, man.